Pilgrims, it's the Camino News Update, and it is February 21st, 2024. Trisha and I have been walking. We are on day five of a six-day walk to Fatima, and let me tell you, it's been an eventful walk. Started in Coimbra, and Coimbra to me seemed like a smaller Porto. It was beautiful. We by accident happened upon a wonderful little cafe bar that had live motto and it was sensational. And that was how we started out the night before our walk. And ever since, we've been having magical Camino moments over and over again. This time of year, things are very quiet. There aren't many pilgrims walking at all. We are walking the Carmeleta route. This route, sometimes it crosses with the Camino Portuguese from Lisboa, but this time of year, it's not crowded at all. And in fact, we only ran across a couple of pilgrims. And so first of all, the very first pilgrims we saw, this was I think on day two, we ran into three girls from Korea and here they are. Uh, my name is Jiyoung Kim. My name is Hori Son. My name is Pinna Yoon. Literally because we hadn't seen any other pilgrims and we were only I think number three and four when it came to the number of pilgrims they had seen since Lisbon. <laughs> And we're talking, they had already walked about 200 kilometers. When they saw us from a distance, their arms swirled up in the sky. We did the same thing. And I swear we almost ran to one another. Well, I mean, as fast as you can run with heavy packs. And pilgrim sighting number four and five, that was a brother and sister from Germany. And they were, again, I mean, it was like we were greeting long lost friends. They were extremely experienced pilgrims. Uh, having walked several different Camino routes, as well as uh, Matthias, he had actually walked, I think, to Everest, Kilimanjaro. In fact, his sister Maria has walked numerous Camino routes and has been hospitalario in Batanzo. Next week, we'll have another report. And now let's get a report from Johnny Walker. Thanks, Lee. Hello, everybody. As you can see, this is the view from the Alameda Park, the great park of, of Santiago. And if you walk around there, you will see the most stunning views of the cathedral and this huge eucalyptus tree. There are many eucalyptus trees in, in, in Galicia. This is one of the most enormous ones. And, you know, Santiago is full of legends and stories and superstitions. And they say that couples who have their picture taken with the cathedral in the background from this eucalyptus tree will have a long and happy relationship. Well, I don't know if that's true, but it might be, it might be worth trying. It's sunny today, as you can see, well, at the moment, but it's very changeable. In fact, sometimes I think I'm in Scotland when it's sunny one minute and raining the next. And as you can see from this week's weather forecast, the, the weather is very mixed in Santiago and generally in Galicia. So pilgrims pack for all weathers. That takes me back to my, my, my very first pilgrimage. I started off on the 2nd of January, the dead of winter, but within days, I had to buy sunscreen to protect the bald the bald pate. So pack for all weathers, pilgrims. Talking about pilgrims, let's just review the pilgrim numbers briefly. In the last week, nearly 1,973 Compostelas have been issued here, bringing the total since the 1st of January to 4,073. Now, the figure indicating the increase in numbers from last year, and last year people were concerned about the amount of pilgrims and the, the, perhaps the lack of beds and facilities and so forth. Well, already this year, the, the statistics show there's an 18% increase. And that's um, a number that we'll be looking at 
very closely in the days to come. Now, Carnival's over because we're now one week, almost one week into into the period of Lent. And as we said last week, uh, people in Galicia celebrate big time during Carnival before Lent. And Carnival, as we as we said, means the elimination of meat. Well, they don't <laughs> they don't eliminate meat. And in the Hotel San Francisco, as a celebration of the traditional fair, the Cothedo Gallego, where every part of the pig is eaten, they're continuing this in the most beautiful dining room, the, the monumental Commodore, um, and, and they're continuing that until the 3rd of March. So if you're in Santiago and you fancy a taste of Carnival, even though it's Lent, get along to the Hotel San Francisco. Now, what's been in my post bag in the last week? Well, people, some people have been sending me emails saying, John, what's happening with the boat of Fumeiro? It's not flying at the moment, and neither it is. Some weeks ago, and what the cathedral says, there was an incident with the boat of Fumeiro, and they've taken it down for maintenance. And we know from what people have said that they're looking at the entire mechanism because they want to make sure it's safe. The boat of Fumeiro is a huge thing. It weighs 62 kilograms. It takes eight men to pull the rope, um, to, 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 to swing the thing. Um, eight eight tirabuleros, they're called. Now, have there been accidents? Well, yes, it has become detached three times in history. The last accident where absolutely no one was injured, it just dropped to the ground, was in 1937. But how does the boat of Fumeiro work? And what are they doing to it? Well, it works on a very simple principle. As you know, with a child's swing, the child's, or maybe, maybe an adult swing, you're sitting on the swing and somebody gives you a push to set you off. And then you build up the momentum by swinging back and forward. And that's exactly how it works. High above the altar, there's a frame which holds a pulley. Let's look closely at the pulley. And as the men pull the rope, that has the same action as the child going back and forward on the ropes of the swing, and it gets faster and faster and higher and higher. How long will it be out of action? Well, we don't know, and the cathedral have not confirmed anything. I suspect the experts are looking at this and redesigning the mechanism or redesigning the frame, which holds the Botifermeiro up. And, well, we'll know. Lent lasts for six weeks and concludes on Holy Thursday, Monday, Thursday, the 28th of March, one of the most auspicious feasts in the Catholic Church's calendar. And usually the Botifermeira would be used there. It's the institution of communion. It's when the Eucharist uh, started in the tradition. And then again, the most solemn feast in the Catholic Church's calendar is Easter. And the Easter vigil is on Saturday, March the 30th. So we look forward to the Boite Fumeiro being back either before then or certainly by then. But as soon as we hear anything, we'll let you know. And that's all the news for this week's. Bye-bye. And now let's get an update from Rocco Rossi. As you recall, he's on the Via de la Plata. Hi, Lee. You know, a wise person once said that life isn't about the number of breaths you take, but about the number of times your breath is taken away. And this is surely one of those times uh, I'm on the stage from Ogodina to Laza on uh, the Camino Sanabres and uh, started really foggy morning, uh, which turned out to be an incredible feature. 
we're up here about a thousand meters and we'll spend most of the day there um, and uh, the peaks coming out of the the fog look like islands on this fluffy ocean and the sunrise has been nothing short of spectacular the beauty just keeps on coming i'm feeling incredibly blessed and uh who wouldn't be when camino one and all and next up let's hear from lindsay tachinay he started a new trail this week let's hear how it's going Hi there, Lindsay in the south of Spain, walking the Mozabre Camino, and I'm just having such a wonderful time. It's stunning scenery. The village architecture is like nothing I've ever seen in Spain before. Every day, something new. There were orange orchards, olive groves, and now I'm walking through almond trees in full blossom. Just amazing. And I suppose the best thing is that this Camino is really well signposted. There's no chance of getting lost. Well, very little chance of getting lost. And the, it's well supported by the association. So the albergues don't have uh, hospitaleros. So when I arrive at an albergue, I send a text to the association and they come back with the code for the key safe. So I, I hop in sign myself in, get my stamp, uh, and in the morning I take my own rubbish out, I feed the Donativo box, and I leave the place clean for other pilgrims. It's a great system. Probably one thing that really delighted me, as amazingly different as this landscape is, it was somehow familiar, until I found out that the that classic movie the Good, the Bad and the Ugly with Clint Eastwood was filmed here. And so everything made sense. What I thought was Mexico is now Spain. And um, I couldn't be more delighted with this route. And I strongly recommend, if you've done a few Camino routes, to give this one a try. It's easy enough walking, but there's some days uh, with hills that make it interesting and challenging. Anyway, until next time, uh, buen camino. And that's a wrap from Portugal and Spain. The whole team will be back next week, and we can't wait to see you.